0: Hey guys, welcome back to Sticky Sports Side. I'm Phil.
1: And I'm Noah. This podcast contains heavy bias, bad sports takes, usually by me, occasional yelling, degeneracy, and rarely facts to back it up.
0: Welcome to the Sticky Side of Sports. Let's hop on this gravy train.
1: Hello, and what is up, compadres and comparitos? I don't know what either of those words mean, but... We are back with another episode of Sticky Sports Side. Phil, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great, man. College basketball, man, it is in full swing, and I am just absolutely pumped. March Madness is right around the quarter corner, quite literally, and I couldn't be, I couldn't ask for more right now.
1: Yeah, we got about a week and a half left in the regular season, conference tournaments, and then shortly after that, we got some Selection Sunday. And like four days later, the first round of the tournament starts. So we are about three weeks away. And I know Phil and I are both very excited for this. We will be releasing a bracket challenge. Phil and I will text a bunch of you guys that listen to this, don't listen to this, whatever it may be. We're going to get a lot of people in a uh, big winning pot probably top three will get money so very excited to do that
0: yep um and we will also be posting that on our socials. so even if we don't have your number uh we will be all over that with socials so if you want to participate just keep your eye out for it around march madness i'm sure we will post multiple times trust me if you want to be in it you will not miss it
1: yeah and phil and i have once again had some personal stuff going on just just been busy um i have uh, uh, some stuff going on with my family phil just visited disneyland with his girlfriend and her family so that is why we did not release any podcasts last week hopefully today um we can start the the gravy train off right again be releasing two times a week again starting next week
0: absolutely and,
1: and our socials we need to be keeping up with those a little bit better i'll take some blame for that obviously um we were doing well on tiktok there for a little bit and Kind of fell off but our socials guys sticky sports side um just look that up on on instagram or tiktok and you will be able to find us
0: absolutely absolutely um noah before we get into like um any of what we have really planned for today i do want to go a little bit over the rankings for college basketball catch up our viewers a little bit on that top 25 and what all is happening
1: yeah Um, I guess we could just start at the top of the list. Undisputed number one, Gonzaga. Winners of, I think, something around like 16, 17 straight. Um, I know they don't play in like the best conference in the world, but there's some decent teams in there, and they've just been destroying everyone.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Uh, I do think if they played in a tougher conference, they would have two or three uh, conference losses by now, and I I do believe that. Um, Yeah. There's plenty of teams who I think can go with Gonzaga. Now, do I think if Gonzaga plays their top game that they aren't the best team in the country? Not quite sure yet. I guess we will find out down the stretch here and in the tournament, but they are definitely a top team and a team to keep your eye on. So,
1: Yeah. And one of the teams that obviously has been in the top 10 to 15 all season that's been putting it together lately, Kansas, has looked
0: nice. Kansas has looked nice. A lot of teams have looked nice recently uh i don't want to give anything away but um few sec teams a few big 10 teams have really put it all together uh hey it's time to get hot now's the time it's not it's not about hey you're not playing your best basketball now's the time to play that best basketball put it all together so yeah,
1: there's no doubt here we're getting into crunch time as you said everyone's got to be playing their best games and putting on some winning streaks here some uh Some good performances for the selection committee come that Sunday. Yep,
0: yep, I agree, I agree. Um, No, without any further ado, I think we should probably go ahead and get into some of the matchups we're looking forward to the rest of the week.
1: Yeah, so I guess I will start us off here. My first one, um, I was unsure if I was going to put them as my who's hot for this week, but I'm choosing against it. Murray State is winners of 16 straight uh it's their first or second longest winning streak in the country right now they are on fire and they are playing second place in their conference belmont at home uh tomorrow actually that's a game if it was on tv which i don't think it is it is
0: it's on espn you
1: that's okay i don't I have that on my phone. I don't have that on my TV. I will be
0: watching that and I will be looking at these two teams to see if Murray State can actually make a deep run in March if they pass the eye test.
1: Yes, because Belmont is a very well seasoned team, too. Top 80 in the FPI and Chem Palm rankings. So, Murray State's a top
0: 20 team. So,
1: yeah, this is going to be a really hard fought battle. I do think Murray State pulls this one out.
0: At home, yes.
1: Belmont's going to give them all they can, and if Belmont can pull off this upset, that just puts a lot more pressure on Murray State to win this regular season title, because they would then only be up by one game, and Belmont would own the tiebreaker.
0: I will say, I think a little bit that um, Bel- it's the pressure's a little bit more on Belmont, actually, because Belmont, as of right now, would not get an at-large bid. Murray State can afford to lose at this point a, a couple games, and they would still get an at-large I think right now they're predicted to be a eight or nine seed, which so they have some breathing room now. Can they go and lose two three games in a row? No, but if they lose to Belmont, who's the second place team in their conference, they're not going to be kicked out of the tournament. Yeah, so
1: Belmont's also one of those teams that has been hot. I also lied. Murray State beat Belmont by twenty two at Belmont, which is an impressive
0: win. Impressive win. (laughs)
1: Yeah, they would not own the tiebreaker, so Belmont's got to win this game and have a lot more happen for them to be able to win the regular season conference yep. title. But the conference tournament's where all the money's at. Phil, what's a matchup that you like this week?
0: Saturday, man. Saturday's got all these games. I'm circling 2 p.m. CBS. Kentucky at Arkansas. Two okay. of the hottest teams in the country and in the SEC are going head-to-head. Arkansas started the season 0-3 in the SEC, are now 11-4. I think their only loss being not a bad loss, top 25 team away from home. Um, Kentucky is hot right now, just beat the living cream out of Kansas a couple weeks ago. Um, I think this is going to be a great game in Fayetteville and Arkansas. I think Arkansas wins a nail-biter here just because it's at home.
1: Um, This one as it was the Tennessee game when Tennessee played Kentucky at home. Kentucky is fantastic at home. They're undefeated. Arkansas only has one lone blemish at home this year. And, and it was Kentucky, when they were
0: playing poorly early in the year with injuries. I will yes, say that.
1: And Kentucky is about 500 when they play away. Um, I think Arkansas, with a home advantage and how they've been playing, I think they put up a similar performance
0: Absolutely. as Tennessee
1: did. Yeah. And I could, I could see Arkansas. I don't think they're a team – it's 15 to 20 points better than Kentucky necessarily, but I think given the current form of both of these teams and how well Arkansas plays at home and how average Kentucky plays away, I could see this being a double-digit win for Arkansas in the column.
0: Um, I'm not sure if it's double-digit. I could see it being um, Arkansas has to hit a couple free throws at the end to win and win by like five or six. Um, I, I think Kentucky and Arkansas both know they're, the, they're pretty much – the hottest teams in the SEC, and they're both going to give everything. Um, I know Auburn and Tennessee are up there too, but right now these yeah. are two of the top teams in the SEC. All right, Noah, next matchup.
1: I just want to say one last thing about the Razorbacks. There's a player I watched their full game yesterday against Florida. They pulled out a close one there. Um, Jalen Williams, that's the first I've ever seen him play like a full game, and he is one of the most impressive college players that i've seen in a while his game's silky smooth he leads the entire conference and charges taken he drew four in the first half yesterday he's just an all-around great player he gets rebounds he can shoot the ball he's he's someone to watch out both, for both when these
0: teams to. have dudes let's put it that way both these teams got guys who will be playing in the nba
1: yeah she is very good
0: yes all right no next matchup
1: so, I'm going a Big 12 matchup that I think that is the deciding factor for the regular season. Okay. You can probably see what that is. Another Friday or Saturday matchup, 8 p.m., we have the Kansas Jayhawks, one of the hottest teams in the country, playing a Baylor team that has been up and down as of late with some injuries. They've been
0: limping recently. Let's be real. They've been limping.
1: Yeah. I still think they have the talent that they could win this game with it being at home. Kansas has just looked very impressive as of late.
0: i I agree. Uh, I think it's going to be another great game. Guys, Saturday, I mean this week we've got a lot of lot of top games. if you if you're like if you're a college basketball fan, just sit back and enjoy some great, great basketball. Um, I will say my last matchup, um, and by the way, I give Kansas a little bit of the edge in that one.
1: Um, yeah, I think whoever wins, it's going to be a five-point game either way. Yeah, it's going to be a close one, I think.
0: I think it's going to be a close one. Yeah. Auburn at Tennessee, sticking with the SEC. Uh, Auburn has been struggling a little bit lately. I say struggling, but, like, two losses, is that really struggling? But whatever. Um, at Tennessee, though, Tennessee at home is a different kind of beast. All entirely, I think Tennessee wins, wins a – might win by 5-10 to ten on this one. Um, that's going out on a limb considering Auburn's third in the country. Uh, I think I think Tennessee at home is just another monster. Same with Arkansas. I think we might have some upsets this weekend.
1: Yeah, and going off of what Phil said, I do like Tennessee at home in this one. And the one thing that I've been noticing lately is Auburn's lack of leadership in close games.
0: Oh yeah, you did they bring have- that up to me the other day when we were talking on my way home. Yeah.
1: They they have the best freshman in the country, arguably the best player in the country, and Jabari um, Smith. Why can I not, yeah, Jabari Smith. His game is silky smooth. He reminds me of a younger Kevin Durant. He reminds me of Kevin Durant when he was in college.
0: Let me tell very, you, this very, kid has all the talent in the world to be a great NBA player. A,
1: yeah. He should be taking shots player. at the end of the game. Yeah. And he could single-handedly bring a team back into the game no matter what's going on. But for some reason the last two close games against Florida and uh who did they who did they just lose to a couple weeks ago? Arkansas, right? Uh who, Auburn? Yeah, Auburn lost to Arkansas, um Arkansas at home. Yeah. Late in those games, I watched Wendell Green, who yes, a very good basketball player, but he's a sophomore and i think he would know better he's tried to create too much he's he jacks up shots late towards the end of games and i don't think that's what bruce pearl wants out of his team at the end he wants them to take the take their time and set up a nice shot but jamari smith should have the ball in his hands no matter what if there's if the game's on the line under a minute left he should have the ball in his hands and be taking that shot
0: well either him or freaking katie Johnson.
1: I don't want Katie taking a jump shot late in the game, but if you can get him moving towards the rim at any point, yes, That's I would. That's what I'm saying. Would... Those
0: are your first and second options, not Wendell freaking Green.
1: Yeah, like I said, good, solid player, but he's like 5'10". He's not going to get in the lane and really do much with the ball. So
0: Agreed. Agreed. All right. That's that... why I like Tennessee
1: in this one. I think if they keep this game close um, it, it, with a home court advantage, they win this
0: fair enough um those are just a few of the matchups that are great this weekend so uh you know turn on your tv circle those they're gonna be great matchups Noah, i think we need to dive right into our segment who's hot and who's not all right you kick us off today all right well who's hot i'm gonna go with the arkansas razorbacks um started the season 0-3 in sec play have been 11-1 since have a multitude of quality wins have a stud in Jalen Williams, are playing their best basketball of the year. At home, they're, uh, I'm not going to say impossible to beat, but very, very tough to beat. I think, I don't think anybody in the country wants to play them in the SEC tournament or in March Madness right now. It, this is a fret train going at you.
1: I leaguer totally that Arkansas is one of those teams. Like I said, watched a full game of them yesterday. Jalen Williams, Note. Um, they just they have talent, and they're not afraid to show
0: it. Fair enough. All right, who you got? So my team
1: that's hot. I'm doing a little bit of a sports switch right now. We're going to the NHL. Um, I've been keeping a little more track of the NHL and watching some games whenever I get the chance. Um, and I've been keeping track of the standings nearly every day. My team that is very very hot right now is the Calgary Flames, which perfect goes along with the theme. They are winners of 10 straight games, seven straight in a home stretch. So the Calgary Flames were doing okay. They were about in the middle of the pack uh, about a month ago. And they went on the streak and they catapulted their way to the top of the Pacific Division ahead of the Golden Knights. And they're just one of those teams they allow the fewest goals per game in the entire NHL. They got guys like Matthew Kachuk. They have johnny gaudreau um but 10 wins in a row in any sport is impressive especially a game like hockey
0: i agree um the only and by the way guys we will be focusing on hockey as college basketball comes to a close uh so we are starting to watch more games um it's going to be a crazy there's still like half the season left that's why we're not completely focused on it yet um i agree Calgary Flames, a lot of season left to play. A 10-win winning streak is pretty impressive. I think the Penguins topped it earlier in the year. Um, But, yeah, no, in hockey it's a tough thing to do, and I agree. They're hot. When you're hot, you're hot. The The Calgary Flames are hot like their mascot. So there you go.
1: Yes, very hot.
0: All right. My who's not is the Nebraska Cornhuskers. They are 1-15 in, in conference play, 7-20 overall. At some point, they had to know this shit was coming. They're awful. They're not good. They're not good at the sport of basketball. Um, I think they should disband the program. I think it should cease to exist. Those kids need to go play somewhere else where maybe they can reach their full potential because they're not reaching it at that university. Recruit
1: Scott Frost is the head coach.
0: Yes. Um, Noah, who's your, who's not?
1: So funny enough, I have a team in the big 10. I want to see if you can guess, you get one guess at who, uh, is not hot
0: in the big 10. Yes. Indiana.
1: Yes. My who's not is the Indiana Hoosiers. They were 17 and 18 and five actually to start the year.
0: And they were very much like a bubble five or four seed. I'm pretty sure
1: they Yes, they were a bubble four or five seed. And as of late, they have lost five straight games, and they have dropped all the way down to the last four in along the likes of Michigan and Memphis.
0: How many games have they lost in a row?
1: They've lost five straight, and they have basically dropped about seven or eight seeds, and they were a shoe-in as a lock for the tournament, and now they're barely fighting for their, uh, their bubble life currently.
0: Damn, the Hoosiers, man. Are they really going to blow this? Maybe.
1: I Let me – let me give me one sec. I want to take a quick look at the rest of their schedule because I'm very curious who they happen to play and if it's a favorable matchup. Uh, I got it pulled up. Also, I lied. They're 16-10. They were 16-5 to start the year, which is fantastic, but five straight. They play Maryland and Indiana. I think that should be a win. Minnesota should be a win. And then they play Rutgers at ho- Rutgers isn't at home, and then they play Purdue away. So I think if they are able to take three of these four games, I think they make it. If they go five hundred, they're going to need a win or two in the um, conference tournament to make it.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, the good thing about the Big Ten is you pretty much once you enter the conference tournament, all the games are like quality wins unless you play in the first round. Um, yeah. So I uh, th- I mean they'll have a chance to play their way in because of the start of the season. So their season's not over, but they need to fix something and fix something quick.
1: Yeah. It's not looking good for them right now.
0: All right. Noah. Are you ready? For what? For Da-da-da-da-da-da-da.
1: curtain- <Quemar Hopefully> the team of destiny.
0: Bang! Let's go. The Vermont catamounts.
1: It's a catamount. First off,
0: it's a fucking bobcat. I think a big bobcat. I don't. All right, know. I
1: mean, I can I can respect that. I won't get behind it, but uh, no, I'm fucking
0: I, no, I'm fucking getting behind it. Let's go. I yeah, guess I guess I will mount that cat. They are fourteen and one. By the way, that was kind of clever. Fourteen and one. In the American East, 22-5 and overall, have a couple quality non-conference wins. They're big time. They might make it as a 14 or 13 seed into the tournament, but I'm telling you, if they face a weak three or four seed, and I can name a few, they have every chance of upsetting someone in the first round. Not only that, the Vermont Catamounts are 12-0 and at home, which, as you know, the great teams defend home. And then they don't have a bad away record either. I think they're what they are ten and five away from home. That's not bad. Um, That's good.
1: Sixty seven percent winning percentage. Yeah. Right
0: there. So, and also just to shout them out, they're playing a literally middle of the road team. I think fourth or fifth place in their conference team tonight, and they're up thirty seven seventeen with seven seconds left to go in the first half away from home. This is the best team in the American East, and I think some of these big time three, four seeds might not want to take this team lightly because they can score the ball too. They're,
1: they're definitely hoping they're or holding their breath, hoping this team does not make it and that they have to play them.
0: They're hoping someone else wins the conference tournament, so Vermont's not an automatic qualifier, basically. Yeah. Because there Vermont is in one very, of those conferences, no matter how well they do throughout the year, they have to win their conference tournament or they get fucked, basically, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But
1: yeah. There are some very scary um, automatic qualifying teams that are probably going to be making this tournament that I could personally see making runs. Uh, Murray State, obviously, one of them is a, is a smaller school. But, 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 the, but, of-
0: but Murray State's not an automatic qualifier. They're literally an at-large. They could literally get in without winning their conference tournament. Yeah,
1: I could even see if Belmont scooches in somehow.
0: If Um, Belmont wins their conference tournament, beats Murray State, let's just say, in the finals, they both make it. Belmont can make noise.
1: I agree. Yeah, they're both in, and and both teams could make noise. You got Vermont. You got – what are some smaller schools that are killing it right now? We got St. Mary's is playing very well. I, I um, will
0: say uh, Wyoming, Loyola, Chicago, pretty much every year now can make some noise.
1: Um, I'm going to go out on a limb this year and say this is not Loyola's year. I have not been impressed by their basketball no, this no, year. No,
0: no, I agree. Um, the Mountain West, man, I know these aren't technically like small, small schools, but like Wyoming, Colorado State, there's just some teams in there who can hoop. and And I mean it. Like, these teams can beat some of these big-time teams.
1: These are teams I will indeed be rooting for when the
0: tournament starts. Agreed. Agreed. All right, Noah. We all want to know it. What is your dumb take of the week? All right. Uh, this isn't
1: really a take. This is just a known fact no, amongst men. for fuck's man. sake. Sports are indeed fixed.
0: Noah. <laughs> you're fucking and idiot.
1: Here is my reasoning. Okay. Um, I was not aware of this actually until a couple days ago mm-hmm. and um, my girlfriend's father told me that there was this whole big thing. I think it was Mike Golick was on the phone and interviewed one of the guys in the committee for choosing the NFL MVP for like the Super Bowl. Okay. And do you, know, do you know when they choose the Super Bowl MVP?
0: Oh, I know this. Uh, they choose it with, um, there's so much time left. Oh my God. I think it's, like, the end of the third quarter or something like that.
1: Okay, you overshot it a little bit. They have to have their votes in by the two-minute warning.
0: Which, like, I don't understand because, like, that's kind of, like, the most... Usually the Super Bowl comes down to the last fucking play. So, how are you going to vote for the MVP when the most important play is yet to be made?
1: And that's that's the kind of the point I'm trying to make right now is... Like, Cooper Cup won NFL MVP, or not NFL, my bad, I keep saying that, Super Bowl MVP. Just hear me out. He had a fantastic game. He He played fantastic. He did. But you cannot tell me that with two minutes left, with the Bengals winning and the Rams possibly not even taking the lead, it was a four-point game and they had to score a touchdown. You're telling me that before the two-minute warning hit, everyone picked a player that had one less touchdown and, like, 10, 10 to 15 less yards? Then a guy on the winning team, you you can't tell me. Can't oh, Noah, Noah, Noah!
0: I I know your train of thought uh, here, and I know what you're trying to say. And um, you did miss one pretty important fact.
1: What, the four catches or whatever.
0: No, uh, they vote for a player on each team. They at, at the two minute warning, they they vote for a player on each team to see, like whoever wins is, you know what I'm saying. They they do vote that, for an MVP on each team. They
1: vote for a player on each team. I thought they voted for one overall because it's no, also No,
0: in- no, no. They vote on both teams because most of the time they don't know who's going to win yet. And the MVP no. is going to be on the winning team. That is actual well, factual. That is factual.
1: Okay, well then I'm going to segue into a further point that they def- definitely need to change that system. They don't announce. I agree. I'm not arguing football.
0: with that. I'm all yeah.
1: about that. They don't. I, I mean, I still think sports are fixed, and
0: to a uh, certain extent, good. I would agree with you. I'm not going to say they're fixed entirely. No, but
1: yes, I think I think they are. They're fixed to a point to make betting sites money, to make the league money, everything. Whether it's they're not even controlling wins the game but they're controlling how close it is to get more viewers well, and I, all that. I,
0: I think that happens for sure yeah oh yeah
1: um but i do want to say how it is chosen the mvps await 30 minutes after the super bowl for it to get announced
0: which That's i don't understand kind of because out. there's only like what like 10 15 people voting just fucking tell them put sure. their hands up and count them
1: yeah i read that there's uh 16 on the panel to decide and it's a it's a majority and they also take into account fan voting
0: so, is that count think, as like one vote or something weird like that? Probably.
1: Um, I don't, the fan votes don't matter as much. Uh, but they should expand it to, I would say, maybe like a panel of 100 people, just hypothetically, like 100 people, just open it up a bit and get rid of fan voting whatsoever. Like, fan voting is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Fans are stupid. I, Noah D'Angelo, am an intellectual. I should be the only person that should vote for them.
0: He <laughs> <You> fucking moron. <laughs> I think. I think with that, it is now time to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, that is not what an intellectual would say.
0: No, agreed. Um, guys, thank you again for listening to us for another week. Uh, once again, if you have anything you want us to put into the podcast, just suggest it. Uh, hit up our social medias, look up Sticky Sports Side. Noah, go ahead, close us out,
1: man. Guys, help us grow this shit a little bit. We, we've we been lacking on the views, the listens a little bit. We do got to continue to put out quality content to you guys, and we are going to do our best to do just that.
0: Agreed. So
1: we hope you guys can do your part. Just continue to support your two favorite sports podcasters. Get our names out there, share us on social media. Uh, tell your friends tell your family to listen to us
0: alright guys let's ride this gravy train and I will be focused on putting out more picks for you sports gamblers out there and Noah let's hop on that motherfucking gravy train baby let's do it bye guys